gente. Welcome to Let's Hablar Podcast. We are your hosts. I am Maye. Kyra. And Clara. Today, we're going to be talking about the old generation. So basically, the old school and the new school. Los viejitos, los seminuevos y los nuevos. Mm-hmm. Basically, we want to talk about the difference between the expectations of the elder generation versus us now. Then it's a different generation because um, we have thoughts. <laughs> so, um, oh, <laughs> lots and lots of thoughts. <laughs> um, I actually spoke with a influencer on Instagram. Her name is Sarah V because she posted a video about the expectations of, especially elder women from the generation before us, the expectations that they have for wives, mothers, their children in general. And it doesn't align with who we are today in most cases. And I feel like it becomes difficult for us to be able to express that. Like, no, I don't want to necessarily stay home and just take care of kids. Like, I want to have a career or I want to have my own life. I still want to be me. So that's the part that I feel like we all struggle with. I also think it's hard to find out what you really want. Like, I can... It was. It took me a while, uh, like we talked about on the last podcast, it took me a while to really figure out why do I want to be married? I had a conversation with my parents. Um, my mom, I pretty much talked to her about everything, right? Um, I was kind of like, I don't really know what the benefit in today's society of being married, right? Like back in the day, um, it was very different. Like women couldn't own property. Women couldn't have work outside the home. Women couldn't do a lot of things. And so they relied on that man. Uh, that's not the case anymore. So really, what is the benefit like Clara was saying on the last podcast, what is the benefit of having that piece of paper? Um, and so it took me a really long time to understand why, what my purpose was in getting married. Um, at this age, 30, almost three years. I figured it out um, in I, terms of like how you feel. Yeah, I think so. I think I will... Um, Every relationship's different. I would love to be married and, you know, have the fairy tale because that's what um, I've seen in my my entire life. Like, my parents got together when they were teenagers, got married. My mom actually uh, was still in high school. Um, and they are still happily married. Uh, they just celebrated 35 years together. Congratulations. And they still enjoy each other. It's weird. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. But- <laughs> no, no, it's not weird. It's actually really nice. Yeah. When that happens. Yeah. It's 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 weird it's it's a weird thing because like you just said earlier, in today's society it's really hard because nothing really lasts. And I and I've seen a lot of these little reels and videos that come up here and there when I'm on social media where they say, you know, because back in the day when something was broken, we fixed it. We didn't throw it away. And now a lot of people are like, okay, well, this is no good. On to the next. So I think that's where this all stems from in terms of how people perceive marriage and, you know, being in a committed relationship with that piece of paper signed. Because to me, again, I am emphasizing that piece of paper because being in a committed relationship, you don't necessarily have to have that piece of paper mm-hmm. signed. And um, we'll, we'll go around and when it comes to me, because it's gonna be kind of long, what I have to say. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess for me, what bothers me about, it's a lot because 
I mean, Clara, Clara and I, we share a grandmother in common, and my grandma is very opinionated, very opinionated. She says she's not, like she doesn't get involved in people's relationships or in their lives, but she's very opinionated. She's told me one time, I remember, um, I'm not gonna say who, <laughs> but they, one of her grandsons went to go change a baby's diaper, and it was a girl, and my grandma had a problem with it. Because in her mind, the mom should have been the one to change the diaper. And I said, well, why? He's the parent. I, it didn't click to me that she was focusing on a gender role versus the fact that he's also the parent. And I said, so you mean to tell me that if it were me, if it was your granddaughter and I'm asleep because I've been up all night breastfeeding, taking care of the baby, and my husband is available and he, I, I'm asleep he's gonna come wake me up from my sleep to change the baby's diaper and she said si es que tu eres mujer y tu tienes que hacerlo you're a woman and you have to do it when it's a girl I went so if it's a boy then he should be changing the diapers all the time and she got so mad she called me ridicula no seas ridicula she was very very mad and I'm like look <laughs> lady Two people made that baby, not one person. Two people made that baby. I, For me, it's not necessarily the gender of the person, it's whoever is able to actually take care of the baby at the time. If I'm taking a shower and the baby took a poop, you're cleaning the diaper. I'm not coming out of the shower to change a diaper and then go back in, that's not happening. Like, So do you think it's different um, as somebody who's been in relationships with people that have children already? Do you think that it's, I'm not going to say like everybody has their own again before we do get deep into this. Again, this is a safe space. Um, we all respect each other's opinions. You can agree to disagree, um, but we are going to be very respectful here. So your opinion is valid. Um, my opinion is valid. Um, back to the story. Um, so do you think, so say I'm with a person who has kids. They're not my biological children, but... Do you think it's an issue for, would it be the same scenario? Like, okay, so I'm the woman, so if my partner has a daughter, am I expected to do that? No. But that, but that, but it's a little girl. So I can kind of see like, the protection aspect, I would say, like, that's a girl, you know, but as far as like, I, I'm coming into a stage, I don't know if it's because I'm getting older, where I do think some gender roles are appropriate. Naturally, I have been told several times that I am, I kind of jump into like the mom mode, right? I'm not a mother, never been a mother, but I've dated people with kids. I have a niece and nephew. But you um, are a woman. Yes. So, but what is the difference? So what is the difference between being a mom and being a woman? So is the women expected to do that? Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Do you want to go first? No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. So I think the reason why I say no is because as much as you are a female, you are a woman, and you are his partner, The my only concern would be the child's biological mother being okay with it because you're not that child's parent. 
So in their eyes, they if especially let's say it's like they don't they haven't met you yet and you're already trying to help out in that way, mm -hmm. they may not feel comfortable with you having anything to do with that with the child. But what would your like what would your grandma say? My my grandma probably wouldn't even think twice for a female to help out because had it been I guarantee you had uh, Clara been like, oh brother, um, if it was her brother doing it, because she has multiple brothers, had it been one of her brothers, and she's like, oh brother, I got it. My grandma would be very thankful that she would offer because she's a female. Or if I had offered, but I don't change other people's kids' diapers. I'm not that person. <laughs> so I've never been that diaper. Yeah, it's the mom and me. So what I was, <laughs> so what I was gonna say to that is, um, what I mean by you're a woman, and that's not to denounce anyone or anything. As a woman, biologically, we have natural instincts. So with you being with the partner, the way I see it, okay, it's, again, just my personal opinion, the way I see it is with you being with the partner who does have children, and it's your instinct to be like, oh, I can change the diaper, or I can help with this, whether it's a little girl or a little boy. Um, however, I feel that as the older they get and the more committed you are in the relationship and more part of the life of those children you be, you are, um, if you go to an amusement park or a public place, that would be your role. And yeah. it's not necessarily that you're trying to play immediately the role of their mother, mm -hmm. um, because a lot of women can take that. Like, yeah. oh, why is your girlfriend doing this right. and this and she's not the mom? You know, it's a natural instinct, first of all. So if you are a woman and you are a mother and you have your head on straight, you'd be grateful that you have a, a father of your children who you you know you chose him whatever it didn't work out with you and he found someone that genuinely cares for your children because there are ugly women out there that are just pretending to like your kids you know because they just want to get into you whatever just kidding no look let's no. clear hold on really quick let's clear this up because i know in the first episode we said that i don't like kids i do like kids the thing is that when we have a nephew who's 20 something years old and we have a nephew that well a niece is about to be 18 when they were first born they were the first ones i was very much like i held Neely. i helped Neely learn how to go to the bathroom by herself even though her pants were always backwards and inside out like <laughs> so it like i i do like kids i feel like nowadays days Sarah's youngest ones came much later than the rest of the kids. They're a lot younger than the rest of the kids. I don't know what they like, so I don't know how to relate to them. But I'm scared to offend, I will say that. Um, I think what stops me from stepping in with other people's kids is that fear of the other parent not being accepting of it. So that's where I draw that. Yeah, back. and it goes back to what I was saying, you know, um, there are a lot of women who are very ill, like, oh no, you know, I, that's, I, I, uh-uh, I'm not the mom, I'm just with the dad, I'm da-da-da-da, or vice versa in the sense of the, the mom, the other mom, you know, when it's the dad's weekend or week, whatever, that they're like, oh, I don't want no female touching my kids or be with the playing mama role or whatever. And um, going back to the whole marriage thing, um, someone who has been married for so many years, uh, it'll be 24 this year. If 
anything was to happen between Jaime and I, and we were to separate, um, I feel that it's going to hurt. Yes, of course, it will hurt. However, uh, I honestly can genuinely say that if he found someone that is willing to love my children, respect my children, and care for them as if they were her own, more power to you, sis. Because, you know, how can I be so selfish and be like, no, you can't help my kids. You can't do this. Don't feed my kids. Don't take them to the park. Don't do No, please. <laughs> please. Just be nice to them. Love them. Care for them. But there's so many women out there that don't see it that way. Um, but I would because I am I am the grandmaster of fuck them kids. Um, and, and, and like my cousin said in the beginning and Kyra said, you know, there's a lot of people that back in the day didn't work. The women were not allowed to work, blah, 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 blah. And also being on that side where I was able to be a stay at home mom. No, no, it's not for everybody. It is not for the week. I did it for 11 years. I'm very grateful for those 11 years um, because I was able to stay home with my kids and uh, be a part of them growing up. However, um, it is very overwhelming, very overwhelming. It, you lose yourself. You lose yourself as a whole person, not just as a woman, as a wife, as no, as a person in general, because you're dedicating your whole self and your whole energy to these little guys, um, these babies, and then the home and the husband, and then you put yourself to the side. So if you have it in you, more power to you to stay home and be home for the rest of your life and just be the caregiver or whatnot. But it's not for everybody and it's not for the weak. It is not for the weak. Um, just, I don't know. <laughs> I, I There's just so much to say and my mind is so overwhelmed with so much because I've been on both ends to where even before having kids, I was not able to continue a higher education because of choices made from the partner that held us back. And I am the type of person that if you fall, I will be there to pick you up. I will not let you go down. I may not be able to exceed certain limits or levels, but we'll get up together. Do you know what I mean? So the whole education, the whole furthering and having a career, a lot of us get stuck because we are trying to be the backbone or the foundation of that family while the provider goes out and, you know, and it's, it's really, really hard. It is really hard and overwhelming. I love my kids. Um, I hesitate on saying I will do it all over again <laughs> because the only thing that holds me back is the age. I, I will tell you this, I would do it all over again if I was able to have my kids back to back and at a younger age because I feel that the gap between my kids and then the fact that I didn't have my first kid till I was a month away from being 27 and my last one when I was 35, it's not the business. It's really not. It's That's me personally. If I could do it all over again, I definitely would and I probably would have had six kids, even if they were all boys because I always wanted a big family because our family is huge. Our family is huge. Very big. But, yeah. <laughs> but then pounding squirrel right before us. Uh, <laughs> 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 
<laughs> yeah, we'll just burn. <laughs> but anyway, yes. So all of that, the older people, I feel, um, were raised in, in a generation or generations where marriage was that, a stability, uh, a way of, okay, having a life out of your home um, and just not being alone. Yeah. A lot of people didn't even marry for love. You know, I know, and since we are open about the pride and different cultures and stuff like that, I've worked with so many different women from different cultures that even in like, um, from Afghanistan, Pakistan, the Indian, you know, like they're the whole, they're all arranged marriages. Yeah. And I've worked with so many women that told me, you know what, Clara, I did not love my husband but I grew to love him and he grew to love me in a lot of cases. A lot of cases, they're just married, they have kids, but there's no love, there's respect because that's what they're taught to respect each other, but there's no love and how sad, how sad. And also it's sad to be married with someone that you thought you loved, but then as time goes on, you, you, you do in a marriage, that's why it made me so happy when you, you know, when you said your parents still like, oh my God, they're like kind of weird that they're so in, so into each other. It may sound weird to a lot of people, but it's so nice because. Well, it's crazy. It's yeah, 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 yeah. Like, of course. You're like, oh, you like each other? You know? Yes. Yeah. And that, and that's awesome because it's good to feel, that's a good sign that you feel yeah. cringy. Like, oh my God, oh my God, my parents are still into each other. But it, marriage is hard. And I can honestly tell you, we have a mutual family friend who's an aunt for us. Oh, yeah. Um, she, I remember years ago, I was just dating Jaime. She was about to get married. Mm -hmm. And, um, but they live together. This is, the, this is what I mean about our previous conversation. You're already living together. You already have these roles of commitment and you're sharing so much. And then I remember a few years later, even prior to the divorce, like, not even years. As a matter of fact, I'm lying. It was a, probably about a year after the marriage when we did see each other again. She said, don't do it. She said, you shouldn't have done it. But I was already married. I got married like two years. Well, there's a huge difference between loving somebody and being in love yes. with somebody as well. And I yes. think that's the misconception is I can, I can have so much love for you. There is tons of people, not tons because I... That's crazy, but like, no, but I mean to me, though. like I can genuinely say I have love for several people, um, like that I even even I, I I would go as far as saying even exes, right? I still love them. I still care about them. Mm -hmm. Am I in love with them? No. Mm, nah. But um. But yeah, there. I mean, there's people that I can say hands down I love for. Um, even now, I have you know a few friends that are male friends that I love to death. Like I really can't not. I really can't imagine my life without them as friends. Right. Um, and in exes or not, you have to have a friendship with your partner. However. It is very uh, important, like what you said, you can have love for someone um, and a lot of your friends. And then when there's an ex, like you have love for that person because the emotional, passionate, romantic, 
physical whatever connection that was there is no longer there but there's that love for them um, and this, I think the same happens in a lot of marriages and people do stay together because they have that love for each other but they are no longer in love and some people never even get married being in love because mm -hmm. they're hoping they will fall in love because they have this like love a deep love for this person and they can see potential and they can see growth but then it never happens that would be me um, because my my mom and my dad desperately wish that my first actual boyfriend Z and I would have continued dating and get married they really really loved him but I so long story short my best friend in high school ended up asking me out when we graduated high school and I didn't originally want to date him but my parents said, well, well, you never know. Maybe it'll turn into something. Maybe it will turn into something that you'll love. And I was like, okay, sure, I'll give it a shot. <laughs> we dated for a year and a half. And I never felt like I was in love with him. The love that I have for him, and I'm not going to say had because I still love him as a friend. I want nothing bad to ever happen to him. Mm. Never stop being that friend level to the point where I'm like, it feels, it just feels weird. Like I don't, I don't feel like mm -hmm. I'm supposed to feel, I don't feel that need for you. Like I, I don't feel that. I see that, I feel that that's where people go wrong. Mm -hmm. They they say, oh, I need to be with this person. No, we want to, we choose to. And I feel that that's where we go wrong a lot, where we confuse our needs and wants, you know? Yeah. And in a marriage when, and, and you're right, you have a big point, like I don't need you, and you're right, you don't need to be with that person, but it goes again with that connection. You have that friend connection, and then you have that intimate, physical attraction, that chemistry, that I, I, emotional attraction to that individual. Versus when they're just a friend friend, it's more just an emotional connection, like hey, you know, I'm down for you, I'm there for you. But I feel that when you when you have that person, there's a lot more than just that I'm down for you uh, emotional connection. There has to be some type of chemistry, some type of like passion, fire. some type of fire. There has to be. Um, because if not, I don't think it will ever work. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I didn't feel anything. Especially like, when it comes to the bedroom. <laughs> I didn't feel like, no, no me nacia. No me nace eso para él. I didn't feel that way sí. for him. And so I was like, you know what? And I told him, and I had to be honest. I can't continue this relationship anymore because it's not fair to you. It's not. You, or to you. Yeah. Because you also have that possibility of being with someone. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you need to think that way as well. So I have a oh, question yeah. though. <laughs> so, Clara, you had said something about like the bedroom, right? Yes. So. I was having a conversation with a coworker today. She was laughing at me and was like, you're a dude. I was like, I'm not a dude, that's me. But, sir, do you think, do you think, Miss Ma'am? Miss and Miss Ma'am? Miss Ma'am, are you a Miss Ma'am? Ma'am or a, okay. Do you think that, or in your, in your life, whatever, do you think or could you have 
sex without having those emotional ties. Without being like, this is my man, we're together, like, and not on, again, this is a respectful podcast, it is what it is, this is 2023, okay? So everybody is free to get their own, right? Mm -hmm. Men, women, whatever, get it. I think we've always always just been like, because I've, that's another topic. I've always seen it to like, why is it okay for men to have sex with just anybody that they want and have this X amount of partners? Their body count doesn't count, but a woman does. So anyway, but going back to that, I cannot personally uh, be intimate with someone if I don't feel something. Other, something other than physical attraction? Or I have to have some type of, I I have to have that physical and emotional attraction in order to sleep with someone. I kind of don't know how to separate the emotions from the sex. But, but with that being said, I feel that um, I'm at a point in my life where I can. Uh, And, um, yeah. But I think, do I think it's possible that someone can? Yes, I think some someone can. I think someone can because I've seen it, but seen it. I've heard it. I've I've heard I've heard your <laughs> stop it. Get your mind out the gutter. But I've heard from Have some people. <laughs> I've heard from some people that they they can basically get into that type of action with somebody and not feel those emotional feelings of you're my partner. But do I feel that I? could do that I don't know I doubt it I think I would be more so like Clara where the emotion and the physical part to me would be too intertwined for me to be able to separate mm-hmm. but that's just me personally okay. so don't get me wrong I'm not out here just like oh you're hot I'm gonna bang you okay no, there's gotta no. be some type of you know feeling but I also yeah. I think I'm very good at understanding that sex is sex so that whole like we're making love yeah statement to me i don't like i don't get it because sex is not love that doesn't mean that's not love for me as a married woman and i've never made love in 20 something years i don't know what making love is i don't because my perception of making love is totally different for what it could possibly be does that make sense so i i just don't think you can't sex is sex you're right it is sex you're right it is it doesn't relate and and I don't, I don't want to say that I don't think I've never like experienced what the intention of what that saying is because I've had extremely emotional, intimate moments where I'm like, yo, this is like, this man is, is my everything. Like, I want you to be my everything. I, I have that fire for you. We're very much in love. Um, but that's not how you're showing me love. That's how you're getting a basic necessity met. Like that's a need for me. Um, Your love, love that doesn't look totally like that. Different. Yeah, yeah. And I totally get that. That's emotional part. Yeah. So for me to enjoy the sex part, I have to have some type of emotional connection with you, because of co- I can just fuck anybody. Of course, yeah. Sex is sex, mm-hmm. but I feel that in order for me to enjoy the sex, I have to have some type of 
physical attraction, emotional connection with you and stuff like that. Other than that, I don't think I would enjoy it. I'm not saying I can't do it. Right. Cause right. I mean, it can be done. That's, yeah. that's yeah, yeah. yeah. But in terms of enjoying the sex, I feel like I personally have to have some type of connection and attraction and that passion and fire and everything Well, and I think that's it. going back to what we were talking about too. Um, like the older generation, I mean, I might be going back like way, way, way back, but like sex wasn't something you did to enjoy it. Like sex was meant to procreate. That was it. Mm -hmm. So 2023. The man's needs. Yeah. The man yeah. always, always finishes. Always. I mean, if you know what you're doing. Right. A man always finishes. So for the man, again, it goes back to what yeah. we're saying. The whole social stigma, the whole everything. Yeah. A man has always been here. And the more women he has, the more this, the, the, the better yeah. of a man he is. However, a woman has to just meet needs. Mm -hmm. That's how it's always been. And now that Not a woman, and now that a woman nowadays is more... Mm -hmm in tune with self and, yeah. and, and, and yes and now that a woman knows that sex can be fun and enjoyable i'm gonna get mine well that goes to what i remember we talked about it the, uh, not too long ago when i said i want to discuss strong independent women mm -hmm. and i think that that's a topic that i do want to save for yeah. a different show yeah. but yeah i think that ties into it because a lot of men do think that Oh, well, I'm the man. I'm dominant. I'm the one that matters. Like, no, you're not. You're really not. I've had a like, very different experience. But I haven't had that experience either because I've seen a lot of strong women in my family. You've met my family. The women are very strong, opinionated. They really don't allow themselves to be walked over. But I don't think it's being walked over necessarily either, though. So what we were talking about gender like the gender roles and stuff like that and I'm I'm learning a lot about I I was very 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 not was I am very independent and I'm very strong good it, it takes a it takes a real one to really be able to deal with me um, because I'm going to say how I feel I'm going to say what I need I'm going to do what I want to do respectfully and I'm not ashamed to be like, no, I need more or I need this. But I'm also coming to find out that it's okay to let those stereotypes, let those old school like mentality, generals, right? So my new thing was I'm not opening car doors. I'm not opening car doors anymore. I mean, obviously, if I'm by myself and I'm getting in the car. I, and if you go out on a date or if you're with yes. someone in a relationship. Yes. Yeah. So my... She'll My... Huh? I told, you, I told you that years ago. No, I know. I This has been even before you. Mm -hmm. Like in high school, back in high school. But I very... I felt very much like society has now created this like... Oh, women, women are so independent that they just think that they don't need a man. So now men are like, fine, you want to take care of me? You got to take care of me. But it's a balance, right? Mm -hmm. It's a balance. Um, but I'm now getting to the part where, um, and I actually had a conversation with one of my really, really good friends. I love him to death. And I, uh, we were hanging out and I was like, I'm not opening the car door anymore. And he was genuine and was like, you know what? 
like, you are 100% right. I should be doing that. As a man, I should be opening the door for you. Granted, he always opened the, like, house door, whatever, business door, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But it was the car door that never was a big deal. And I'm like, you know what? I want some of those old school gender roles. I want a little bit of it. I want him to know I don't have to prove that I'm independent and I can do it on my own. He knows that. I trust him to know, like I'm safe be communicating that with him, right? And so I think that's something I'm bringing into this new kind of um, journey that I'm on is allowing that man to do those little chivalry uh, things. And that's okay. See, it goes back to kind of what Clara said though, though earlier, because I know I used the word need, and what I should have said was want, because you and I, no, when we I talked, got, I got what you mean. Need, yeah. But what we talked about for the next topic that we're going to talk about in episode four, um, there is a difference between need and want. I don't, I don't want a man to think that I need him. There you go. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I want you to think that from, I yeah. want I you, you, and I choose you to do life with. Like that's just the thing. I want. I don't want, we talked about it with uh, your brother earlier, like, I don't want someone who just is just there. Like, I don't want someone who's just there just for the fuck of being there. No, I want you to actually want to do life with me. So if I said, hey, let's go skydiving and you know it's not safe, I want you to be like, you know what, I don't think skydiving, knowing that you're accident prone is a good idea, so maybe not for you. Let's do something else. You want to go for a drive? Let's go for a drive. Like, do something like that where you actually have an opinion as to what we do together or what we do with us. So those shoes I posted are 100% a need. That is not not a a need. I'm not she needs them for work. No, I need them for my feet. <laughs> so you can use them so you can go to work. Sure. Yeah. No. And other places. Yeah. The thing. Like the store. When she has to go buy groceries for her house to put in her fridge. <laughs> so she can buy it herself. Shape. Shape. <laughs> Just so everybody knows, I only have like pizza rolls in my freezer. And some tahini. That was shade. No, it wasn't shade. It was because I was trying to be sarcastic. Wait, did you finish the chamoy? No, Oh, okay. The chamoy and margarita mix. But it's all good. You think shrimp? No. Oh, yes, I did just get shrimp. Shrimp. I got the best deals. Yeah. But anyways, that was very... uh, Yeah. But I think it's just because, you know, we... There is that sometimes we hear it from the unsolicited advice that we hear mm-hmm. where oh your your hut like let's say I'm married and my grandma finds out that I didn't do laundry for my husband oh well you didn't wash his clothes he works yeah so do I you know what so do I but I come home and guess what I have to cook and then if we have kids I gotta take care of the kids and there's not no spaces like I I, I I definitely see where Clara was coming from about like that, just that natural, um, like womanly nature to take care of the kids because I've always been that. Like I just dive into that where I'm like, come on guys, let's get, let, let's eat dinner. Come on, let's get ready for yeah, bed. A lot of, let's, like I can tell you like 98% of women have it and there's that few that don't. Yeah. That don't, I, and I it's, there's nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with I, it. Yes, there's really nothing wrong. Because I've met a few people in my life who don't care for kids at all. And I don't, at all. Like, they can't be around kids. They're never going to parties that our kids are involved in. 
they want nothing to do with children, nothing. Um, and I, I respect it, you know, I really do. Um, but they're not mean. I've never seen them be mean to kids. They just want zero, nothing, zero to do um, with kids at all. What our older generation is necessarily wanting for us. But we are now in a generation where we're like, mm, I'm going to go get my money first. I'm going to go get, I'm going to go secure the bag and we'll worry about kids later. If it ever happens, I'll worry about a man later. Yeah. I'm good on my own. Well, it's kind of like how I said for, for me, I told this, I believe I think I told my dad, I said, I'm going to, I have to be okay first. So if I have a partner, we're married, we have children, I have to be okay mentally, physically, and emotionally for me to be able to make sure my kids are okay. Because if I'm not okay, then how am I going to be able to take care of them? Like, that's just how I see it. And it's not that I wouldn't take, like, you know, there is that, that like you said, that natural instinct that kicks in. My niece and her and her dad lived with us for a little bit while he was getting situated, and there was times where she'd be like, Dia, can you make me a quesadilla with cheese? <laughs> or yeah. more tias with cheese. I don't know why she could say cheese. So <laughs> it was like, okay, okay, sure. And I would make her her stuff. And I remember one time her dad came downstairs and he made her a grilled cheese sandwich. And she was like, no, that's how Tia made it. And he's like, I'm like, bro, you you put it on yeah. the stove. You just put it in the toaster. No wonder why she's like, that's not how she made it. You got to put it on the stove, like actually on the pan, put some butter on it, melt it. You're, you're fine. Yeah, I've never seen anybody make a grilled cheese sandwich in a, in a toaster, toaster yeah. ever in life. But yo, I'm totally down. <laughs> oh, she was not having it. And But I mean, like there was that where she was hungry. It was no problem for me. Yeah. Like I, I got you. I'm not going to let so, a child go hungry. But do you think you would be okay not being mom? No. I. Would you be okay not being married? Not being married? Being single. That would be fine for me. The only thing I would care about is like, let's say I'm in a relationship, we are expecting, and then we break up. As long as my kid is taken care of, I don't care about anything else. As long as my kid is good. And like if you don't plan on being act, like actively involved in my kid's life from the beginning, don't be around. Yeah, don't be around. I don't want to have my kid being like waiting for daddy to come and take them somewhere and daddy not come around and just not show up. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Claire, would you ever, do you think you'd be okay being single? Yes. Do you think you would be okay if you went back in time? And never had children. Yes. I don't hesitate. Yeah. I think I think I would be. Um, and that's a and what I mean by okay is genuinely that okay. I don't know if I'd be great. I don't know where I would be. I honestly don't know because in reality, uh, as hard as this subject may be, um, I'm only still alive and still only here in existence and around my family because I have children. If I did not have my children, I don't know where I would be. So if I could go way, way back, I probably wouldn't um, never have married and probably maybe never had children. I don't know. 
I've always wanted a big family. That's where I'm like, you know, because I did always want a big family. I just, I, I just think I would have made different choices. Um, I don't, I honestly don't think I would have gotten married when I did. I, I think I was, I was, I rushed into things for the wrong reasons, and I also got married for the wrong reasons. So I feel that that has a lot to do with my state of mind in terms. Well, I also think it goes to like how we were talking about the expectations of the elder generation, right? Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. we have been taught that it's you meet someone, you get married, you move in together, you have children, you create a family, you establish a foundation. That is typically what we're taught. Um, if I had never gotten married, it's whatever. It, to me, it's whatever. Would I like to be married? Sure. Is it, a, is it like a necessary? No. Do I want to have kids? Yeah. I want to have at least two. For me, yeah. it would be at least two, and then if I had two, awesome. if I had two biological I children, so at least I make you. <laughs> if I had two, yeah, and he's hairy. <laughs> got a lot of fur. Don't no, he just got a lot of fur. So you, but, you wouldn't um, mind being a single mother? No. Um, and you would want at least two children. At least two children, but if I had the opportunity to Thank adopt you. a adopt another child then I would go for three if I had the opportunity to do so um, and you, the and the means to do so sorry would you adopt if you weren't able to have children mm -hmm. yes no would herbie. you adopt instead of having children yes in a heartbeat and I think that at first and I know that this is gonna That's sound good. really really no, maybe it's gonna sound selfish maybe at first I would want to have a like a baby baby like adopt a baby mm -hmm. and then if I wanted to adopt if I could adopt a second child I would adopt a kid that's older because it's harder for the kids that are older to get adopted and out of mm -hmm. the system so that's just me thinking of it from a lot like a mental standpoint not necessarily from an emotional standpoint is I would love to experience a baby mm -hmm. yeah. and, and birth, yeah, but I would also like to experience raising a baby and whether you gave birth to it or not. Or not. Mm -hmm. um, and if I was able to help an older child, then I would feel like I was like I did okay. And if me, I know that we live in, in a society that not necessarily everybody's going to understand everybody's situation or agree with it, but I would hope that I did a good enough job and I know my family is crazy. That. crazy a lot but they love each other they generally love each other that's something that I can say and so I know that my kids would be okay that'll definitely I think adoption and things like that um, I know it speaks super close to home on my end um, and so that's gonna that would be a whole nother conversation for me but um, yeah that's awesome yeah, that's what we were gonna do because we were we couldn't have kids. It took us over seven years to get pregnant. And then they got yeah. Pregnant. And then we have our first little guy. That's a conversation. Yeah, but going back to the adoption thing though, that was that was something we were thinking about. It's scary. And we were gonna go adopt in Mexico. Mm -hmm. And I wanted an older child. I did. I didn't want. My brother was seven. 
I, I wanted about five, seven year old. Yeah. When he turned, I don't know. When he turned five, he, he was because we did foster care. So yeah, yeah. When he was, I think he came like and lived with us when he was five, and we adopted him when he was seven. I don't know. It's tattooed on my back. <laughs> the day he was mine. I mean, if you don't mind, yeah, don't. because since we are talking about, let me get up. Let me get up and check. <laughs> check. <laughs> let me so confirm. She, let me help her. Check. So she can help us. So it says January sixth. Or is that February 16th? It looks like January, January 26th or 16th, 1998. <gasps> That's so cute. He was adopted. Um, and then yeah, that was my first. That was my very first tattoo, um, and one of my most meaningful tattoos because it's all my family. It has a Mickey Mouse for my mom. Um, in the ears of the Mickey, it's uh, baseballs for my dad, mm -hmm. and then my last name, and the date that my brother was adopted. That's awesome. So it symbolizes basically your whole unit. It's our little family awesome. crest. Yeah, it is. It's nice because it has a little bit of everybody, like you said. You cousin, like, you said you want to adopt a baby. Now, does the gender matter? No. So it doesn't matter if you have a boy first or a girl first? For me, I feel like when it's... When it's adoption, I wouldn't care which gender was was able to come with me mm -hmm. because I know the adoption process is not easy mm -hmm. and it's very difficult to, and you can be on a wait list forever to actually get a child. Um, but if we're, if we're talking about me actually physically having a baby, I would prefer to have, my mom hates this answer, I would prefer to have two boys, um, but I would Why also... Because she wants me to have a girl. First or just a girl? Just a girl. She wants me to have at least one boy and one girl. She wants me to have the pair. And the only reason why she wants me to have the pair is because she wants to dress her up in pink and frilly things because I protested every day of my life <laughs> when I was I younger. I got older. No, when I was, no, when little, I was little, I hated it too, but yeah. she forced me to wear the oh, stuff. I, don't rem I remember you loving to dress in the little flurry, little dresses and everything, but she just like... No, when initially... When she got older, she didn't like the, like the pinks and all that. No, yeah. initially I hated little, it. She loved it. I think because like growing up in like our generation, it was like if you were a girl, it was like baby pink all day, every day. You like vomit. Like it was so annoying. I remember. Abysmal. Yeah. No, I hated it. Trying to put me in a party dress, and I protested until she made it like, oh, but you know how like we like to play pretend, and because I wanted to be an actress, like you know, I wanted to be a singer and an actress like Selena from the movie. My yeah. mom was like, Selena wore really pretty dresses and wore this. And I'm like, okay, all right, you sold me. And then next thing you know, I'm like, I don't want, like this dress. Like, I. Yeah, I know. So what I'm hearing is you're calling your mom a manipulator. She was. Basically. Cool. Yeah, because I remember the, the it's time. On too. It's fine. Telling. It's fine. <laughs> I, she knows, because one time I was like, she oh, knows. I want to get. My dad had these really cool board shorts. Like, the design was really, really cool. And I was like, I want those board shorts. And she goes, you're a girl. You can't wear those. Those are for boys. And I was like, but I want those board shorts. See, I, would, I, I, would, I, I will say, I think my my mom, my parents are, like, amazing. Um, I never felt those vibes. Never. I don't think I ever felt like, you can't wear that. You're a girl. You can't do that. You're a girl. 
Um, I mean, of course, like looking back now, like my brother had to do the typical boy chores. I had the, the girl chores. Like he had to mow the lawn. He had to take the garbage out. He, you know, I had to do the dishes. I had to clean the living room. Um, it could be because my mom's um, has her degree in One has one, one believes one theory, one believes the other, but they were pretty good at like, if I wanted to do something, I did it. And whatever, because the only thing um, I will say is that I feel like my brother got away with a lot more because he was a boy. But now as an older woman, I am like, oh, I get it. Like, I totally get it. Like my brother can hold his own. Like I wasn't gonna like, you know, just safety concerns and things like that. But even as I got older, like my parents have done an amazing job. I think I'm a little biased, but amazing at raising me. I think I'm gonna, I'm a great human being, and yeah, I'm cool. Like I'd hang out with me. You know, let me know. Let me know down in the comments if you would hang out with me. Uh, um, no, but I can genuinely say I am a good person, and I definitely have my parents to thank for that. I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's because my mom is like Mexican that it was like so much that this is how it has to be. Yeah. Because I remember even my quinceanera. This is something that my whole family doesn't know. I begged her for a year to let me wear Converse with my dress. I wanted to wear white Converse with my dress and my mom said absolutely hell no like no you're not doing it and I was like why it's my quinceanera she goes no cabrona it's my quinceanera yeah. and I was like what and she's like it's my quinceanera she goes me and my mom's a twin so she's like me and my twin didn't get to have a quinceanera your quinceanera is my quinceanera and I'm like but it's just commercials. No, I had a girl, damn it. I had a girl. And my mom was like so like into this, you have to wear heels. And it didn't matter that she bought me white flip-flops because I already, you know, I hate shoes. Like if I could be barefoot all day, I would be barefoot all day. Gross. But it's just like, that was her form of compromising. She's not going to wear heels the whole time. Let me get her these really glittery white flip-flops. They had glitter on it. it. Had little stones on it to match my dress. They're meant to be my friends. So that was like what she did, and I even remember. Oh my god! So I played sports growing up, and I joined at first. It was a co-ed league, boys and girls. My mom was pissed because my dad insisted that it was fine. I could play with the boys. Yeah, no, no problem. Why? Because I played with my cousin. I played with. Grada's brothers, like mm -hmm. those were my my cousins. I played with them, wrestle, <laughs> dinosaurs with the Tatanka trucks. Like it didn't matter, Hot Wheels. <laughs> we played with it all. But my mom was like, "Don't you wanna? Don't you wanna be a ballerina?" I was like, "No, not really. No." <laughs> She's like, "But you like you like the gotta sing, gotta dance program?" And I was like, "Yeah, because you get to sing. It's about music." Just baller ballerinas do music. Nope, I want to play baseball. It's not the same. <laughs> so, I yeah, want to play baseball. Same like my dad would get like he wouldn't get mad, but he'd be like, "I mean, I suppose like if they were get my Barbies or something." 
like you know, and it's the stigma, like oh, you can't play with Barbies or I boys can't play. Like that, yeah. Like why can't? So my mom was talking to me one time about my nephew growing up, like playing with dolls or whatever, and she had to really break it down and was like, so check it out. Women play with baby dolls. Why? Because we have kids. We need to learn to nurture. Men don't need to nurture. Men don't need to know how to take care of kids too. What is the bad thing? What, show me, show me the problem. And so I think that is a different mindset that we need to really get out there. I don't care if okay, I have kids. Because, because it's a stigma that they're gonna be gay. And in yeah. our culture, especially in our culture, and I know a lot of uh, white families that I've been around since I was younger, um, especially if they're from the South, they can't, like you can't, especially yeah. from the South, you know? So it all depends, and a lot of it, it's like self. voice, self, from the South. <laughs> so boys shouldn't play with baby dolls, you know, because it'll, it's going to turn them gay. How do we expect them to learn to be good fathers? Yep, I agree. I totally agree. It goes yeah. back to the beginning of our conversation. You know, the gender roles thing, the whole, why can't they change a diaper? Why can't, no, there's no such thing as to why they can't. I mean, the only reason is because they never learned. Right. Have right. them swaddle a football, were, see how easy were, that is. They were right. <laughs> I can't even swaddle a fucking football. <laughs> uh, I can't. I mean, I can swaddle a baby. Give me a baby and I'll swaddle a baby. But a football, I can't. Come on, Lou. <laughs> yeah, but no, anyway, the whole like stigma is the gender yeah. roles, the whole everything, the marriage. So you know, play. to do, to, do you, <laughs> do you, yeah, for real, do you, do, do what? what makes you feel, <laughs> I still dream we still have, yeah, I do want to bring this up really quick before it escapes us, yes. and you guys can yes. put in the comments your thoughts, because I think it's important to put your thoughts in this, mm -hmm. um, Shaggy, the singer Shaggy, <laughs> he is stating that it wasn't me, was not meant to be a cheater anthem. That was actually an anti-cheater song. It wasn't him. Because essentially, I haven't heard this. Okay, going to gender roles. Yeah, yeah. No, I haven't heard him stating that. Oh, I oh, haven't heard it, him coming out saying that. He recently did it within like a week or two. Um, he's saying that it wasn't me, was not meant to be a cheater anthem. It was an anti-cheater anthem because basically he is telling his friend not to cheat. That there's a, li a line in the song that says, you know, this is the, the scenario, but what you should do is the opposite of what he just said in the beginning. I looked the up song. the lyrics. Because I've listened to the song millions of times in Clara's car when I was a little kid Everywhere. and didn't even know what that song meant. Like, <laughs> but I looked it up. Nowhere in there does it make it look like he's telling someone else Relevant. to do it. And I'm like, no, bro. It looks like you say, like you really are saying it wasn't you. Right. So. Please tell us in the comments if you think he, he, he had her in the sofa. In the shower. In the shower. Wasn't the him. shower. Wasn't him. Oh god, I'm the Why didn't he give the extra no, key? Wasn't him. 
<laughs> it wasn't him. <laughs> so let us know in the comments if you think it was Shaggy or if it wasn't Shaggy. Or even if it was even a cheating cheater anthem it, because it definitely was. So hashtag no cheats. Hashtag cheater anthem. Just put that in the comments. We will know who it is. We'll tally it up. We'll bring it up the next time we have an episode. Yes, we'll tally it up. And you know what? Next episode I think would be good would be to um, compare old school music versus new school music because I know there's hella songs that I used to listen to in my parents' car and Clara's car when she had a car. Her little red Jetta. Have you guys yeah. all of that? Yes. The one, especially the new one with the weekend. All, all, all my music producer friends, what the hell are y'all doing? I just don't get it. Why do you gotta turn something great cool. into something horrible? You wanna hear something hella funny that happened to me the other day? I was on, you know one? Okay. No. Okay, so we'll wrap it up real soon. Mm -hmm. um, but just know, I, I got confused because I was on my break and so I decided to go on YouTube and just put on my list of, you know, recommended songs. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was Return of the Mac that was gonna play. Completely not Return of the Mac. It was a Chris Brown and G-Eazy song. And I'm like, what is this? Like, this is not, here I am, I was about to get in my feels. I was about to start getting down. And then, complete different song. I didn't know any of the lyrics. I'm like, what is this? Like, I went back to work, still confused. So, <laughs> oh, that song. Let us know also in the comments which songs you think we should talk about that are being remade today. That the old the school songs mm. were the best, and they were they were beyond fly. Yep. Um, any final thoughts for today's episode, guys? It's going to be a short one. No, just tune in next time. Send your love. Send your thoughts. Um, down below like, it's nice to talk to y'all share <laughs> Share. hopefully this is a little better than our last couple but we're you know we're getting work. better every day so um, check us out next week and also tell us if there's something you'd like us to talk about like let us know if, if there's a topic that you're interested in and getting our you advice, know advice opinion. opinions or yeah. Yeah, well, let just drop I it in there. Let us not, know. Uh, I do suggest not uh, not taking my opinion though, <laughs> taking my advice because I'm a little bit of a hot mess, but it's okay. We all are a hot mess, just and that's the beauty of it. Living yes, my best life. All, yes, let's live our best life. Living our best life. Positive vibes, positive vibes, and energy over here. Hope you guys have a great day. Bye. Bye. Bendiciones, mi gente. Bendiciones. Que tengan bonito día. Por favor, compartan, sigan y dile a, tus, dile a tus amigos que también compartan, suscriban y que nos den amor. Adiós. Bye. Bye.